Has your soul been nudging you, telling you that you're meant for more? Are you ready to let yourself be led by the magic and possibility of your full potential? Hey, it's Lindsay. I'm inviting you to align with a higher frequency with my exclusive hypnotherapy group program, Next Level Self. Join other women just like you for 12 weeks of deep connection, activation, manifesting, and healing on all levels, no matter what your goals are or where you are in your journey. Your next level is waiting for you. Hit the link in the episode description for more info. Let's elevate together. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another awesome episode of High Vibin' It. We are so excited to be back with you guys after a nice little hiatus. We decided that we would switch our show format so we could take breaks every couple of months just to recharge, refresh, and re-energize for ourselves and for all of you guys. So Lindsay and I are really excited to be back. If you're new to the show, my name is Kelsey Aida. I'm an author, a blogger, coach. I help people to own their power and win at life specifically through the mediums recently of manifestation, self-love, releasing resistance, emotional healing, all that jazz. And Miss Lindsay Robinson, my bestie here is an amazing hypnotherapist. So we love helping you guys. And that's why we created this show. And we love talking a lot. Five sentences of what you do. And you're like, yeah, Lindsay's a hypnotherapist. So let's go. <laughs> so explain to the people what hypnotherapy is. I know, I know. It is, is. it is a little bit like you kind of have to put it in your own words. Um, but hypnotherapist, I, I would say I'm like, I, I don't know. I try to call myself like an intuitive hypnotherapist because hypnotherapy and hypnosis is like a, a little pie slice of what I do. But you know, we, there's a lot of spirituality included in what I do. I always like to say, like me and Kelsey basically do the same thing. I am just, I have a little bit of a different approach, but we, yeah. And I don't have any books. Okay. So I don't have any books yet, but (laughs) it's coming down the line. And so she's the author. Um, I'm the, I'm the coach. Kelsey also is a coach. We were very similar, but we have different modalities. So we're just here to help you and help you live your best life and all that stuff. So I don't know. Is that good enough? Yeah. Is it good enough for you? My description wasn't good enough. So whatever you want to Your get description was, she's a hypnotherapist, <laughs> which is, which let me, let's be fair, is actually very true. I am a hypnotherapist. Um, but yeah, I think, I think uh, our main goal, both of us is just to be here for you and maybe say some things in a way that will help it get a little deeper into your subconscious, into your mind and help you live your best life as so cliche to say that but it's so true no it's not it's awesome <laughs> everybody your best wants life. to live their best life and everyone should just admit yeah. that and then go for it the world would be a much easier place about it so today in the spirit of living our best lives we wanted to share with you guys some of the like recent epiphanies breakthroughs and like life yeah. lessons that we've been going through because you know If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a vibrational match to some piece of information that's going to be spit out today. And I'm sure that everything that we're going through and realizing and adjusting to and changing will be helpful in your guys's life. So before we hopped on, Lindsay and I just made a couple notes of like recent life lessons that we've learned and we want to kind of go through them and talk through them with you guys. So maybe I'll ask you, Lindsay, first, like what's one of the things that came to you that's been like. I don't know, a beneficial shift or something you've been learning recently. Okay. So the way that we kind of, well, the way I, I feel like this episode is going to break down is like this last year, right? Or like 2020, are we talking about 2021 or just I'm talking about 2021 recent. since we're like halfway through, yeah. I'm kind of doing like a, you know, yeah. this whole year leading up to now reflection. Yes. So it's, I, I was telling Kelsey, it's always kind of a challenge for me to answer these types of questions because I, I'm not uh, eager to keep track of like my progress and I should be, I think I teach my clients to do that. And that actually is one of my things, which is take your own freaking advice. Um, Everything I tell my clients to do, it comes so easy, doesn't it? To be like, well, I, I can see what the blockage is. I can see what the challenge is. And I know you know, from my experience with working with people, what, what would help you and what has helped in the past. And then when it comes to me, when I'm feeling the exact same way, I'm like, what do I do? What's the answer? And it seems so much harder. Um, so for me in the past few months, it has really just been 
take your own advice. Think of things like, what would you say to a client right now? And I've done that so many times, especially this year where I'm like, why don't I just do this more often? Why don't we just ask ourselves? <laughs> and I'll even tell, it's so funny because I'll even tell my clients, like, what if your best friend came to you with this issue? What would you tell them? Because we're all, we're so smart. Humans are really stupid, but we're also very smart. We can be so smart and insightful and spiritual and connected when we feel inspired to be. And so it's just getting into that. My work inspires me to help people. And so I need to bring some of that inspiration into my own realm and, and start to listen to myself a little more. Um, so that's really been something for me. One of my biggest pieces of advice is take a break. You're allowed to take a break, right? I just don't, I'm, I'm not good at letting myself take a break, but or rather we took in a the break, past. So that's yeah, good. We had, a, we had a high vibe hiatus, didn't we? A little high vibe hiatus, which helped us come back super excited to start a new, uh, a new season. Is that what yeah, we, we don't really it? label the seasons, but we I don't like a new season. <laughs> we don't label it a season. I think once we get our new cover art, it will kind of be like the before and after kind of feel yes. to it. But, but take a break, you know, like you don't, and I've been putting more of that stuff on my social media lately where it's just like, I need to hear this. So people will need to hear this. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to get it all done now. You don't have to kill yourself trying to do the thing. You can rest. You can take a break. You can enjoy your break, you know? Um, cause that's the other hard part is letting yourself enjoy the break. Rather oh my than- gosh. This is a perfect segue into one of mine. <laughs> yeah. Can I start you it? Sh- shitting on yourself. Is it going to be something like no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> so one of the ones that I wrote down of recent life lessons is like, it doesn't matter how good of a manifester you are. If you can't receive things in your life like if you can't actually take in what you are creating or what you have already created right because it's like how many times are we like oh I want more of this I want more of that I want more of this I want more of that but it's already in our lives but we just don't feel like it is because we're not actually receiving it yeah like the problem is not that it's not there it's that you aren't able to take it in (laughs) yeah I was having this conversation funny funnily enough with a client last uh two weeks ago and I said and I think we should all do this real quick okay I said think about who you were 10 years ago 20 years ago five years ago one year ago wishing for what you wanted and now look around at your life and tell me that it's not almost exactly of course we're always in progress but almost exactly what you never would have believed you would be that would be possible for you if I look back 10 years from now And I told myself, hey, in 10 years, you're going to have three beautiful boys, happy marriage, a big, beautiful house that you get to create and design yourself and remodel exactly what you want. Oh my gosh. I'd be like, you're nuts. Get out of this bar. Because that's probably where I'd be. (laughs) (laughs) Casper and Lindsay hanging at the bar. Next round's on me. (laughs) Uh, No, but I don't know. Probably 26. I don't know if I'd be in a bar by then, but you know, we never really do that. I especially, and I know Kelsey and I both are very ambitious people. We're never fully satisfied. And I think to some degree, that's pretty healthy. You're always looking to the next goal and the next goal. However, I definitely am one of the people that needs to take a moment and just take stock of what I've accomplished and look at what I've done. Look at what I've been able to do. This is the life I dreamed about at one point that I never thought could be possible for me. And I'm literally in the moment looking to the next moment. Mm -hmm. And I know we all can relate to that. So it's just, it's a nice way. And I love how you put it. It doesn't matter how good of a manifester you are if you can't receive. And if you can't recognize that magic is happening all around you all the time, um, then you're going to be in this state of push and pull for the rest of your existence. And nobody really wants that. Yeah. And like some things you can ask yourself to help with this are like when you're wanting to, let's say, manifest love, you could ask yourself, like, where is love? Where is there already love in my life? Like, okay, I love my dog. I love my house. I love my friends. These people love me. My family loves me, whatever. Like, look for where it already is. If you're trying to manifest, abundance where are you already abundant is your fridge super full is the weather always great where you live like where do you already have abundance and taking that inventory like how Lindsay said can be super beneficial and we're not doing it to be physically focused we're doing it like in an effort to cultivate more appreciation and gratitude so that you can actually 
receive all the blessings that are already in your life. Like nothing has to change for you to be able to open up your receptor even wider and become a bigger container to magnetize what you want. But also like it's partially usually already there. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't have to, my biggest sticking point when it came to like looking around at what I've done already was this underlying feeling that I had to work on, which was, oh, well, if I am satisfied with where I'm at, then that means like, I'm never going to get anything else from the universe. Like I'm going to send the message that I'm done and I'm never going to, you know, you don't have to be done to be satisfied. You don't have to be done to be thankful for where you are and the progress that you've made. Um, And that, that was the biggest kind of eye opener for me in a while, which was like, oh, the universe still knows what I want. Like the universe still knows I'm not done and I still have desires and goals for the future, but I can be both. I can be grateful and also ambitious for the next. Yeah, you can be super satisfied and happy and grateful for where you are and also excited to see what's around the corner, you know? And I think that's like the sweet spot to be in, honestly, is like enjoying and appreciating where you are, like allowing yourself to really relax into that and be present while at the same time, just like getting curious and excited for like, ooh, what's going to come next mm-hmm. could be really cool. I know there's all these things that I've been wanting. Maybe one of those is going to happen in the near future. So who was it that said, was it Jenna Black that came on the show? Forgive me if, if this isn't who said it and correct me, but one of our amazing guests said, I can't wait for the surprises the universe has in store for me, or I can't wait for the universe to show up and just knock my, knock my socks off. Like that is such a good mode to be in and such a good feeling to have is like, Oh my gosh, I know what the universe is capable of. I cannot wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see what it has in store for me. You know, such a good feeling. Yes. It's a great one. That feeling of like excited anticipation where you're like, Ooh, it's about to get good. But then if you're like, Ooh, it's already good. And it's about to get better. That's like the best. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Real quick. I don't know if we should save this for the Patreon, but it's a really cute tiny little story that I, that Abel told me yesterday about how he manifested from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my so God. Funny. So cute. Okay. So let's save that for the Patreon. So if yeah, you guys I want to, I want to tell the story on the Patreon, make a note of it. So we don't forget. Yeah. If you guys aren't already on the Patreon, you can join us at patreon.com slash high vibe. That's where our VIP fans are to listen to extended versions of the episodes and get to know us even better. Cause sometimes we hang out with you guys. We pull cards at the end of episodes, all that jazz. So yeah, that's my little Patreon plug, but back to what you were saying, that's something else that I realized this year, which I didn't write on my list, but I'm glad that you said it. And I feel like I never really understood the power of like being in a healthy unit and like how now it's like my boyfriend is an extension of me. So a lot of my manifestations have been coming through things that he's doing. Yeah. Right. It's so crazy. Like if I'm like, oh, it would be really cool. Like if this happened and then he does something where it happens through him and now it's for both of us to enjoy. And I'm just like, dang, that's so cool. Like it's it's really cool. Yeah. I was going to say, it's really cool how the universe resources, the people around us, which is just like a reminder that you don't have to do it all by yourself. Yeah. It's just, I'm not going to get into the story because I'm going to save it. It is a good one, but it was something that I said (laughs) and he goes, hang on. When did you think about this? And I said, I don't know this morning. And he goes, I totally manifested this. And it's such a fun feeling to hear because I talk about it all the time. He doesn't really talk that much about like his power of manifestation. Mm -hmm. But when he does, it's like such a, it's such a good feeling because I'm just like, oh yeah, you're my person. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You're my person. (laughs) It's just so cool. So anyway, I'll get into the story, but when he he looks me dead in the eye and he goes, I manifested that. (laughs) I love, I love that man. Abel's the best. He's so fun. He is. (laughs) He really is. Anyway. Okay. I love it. Moving on to another one. Let me look at my list. Okay. So something that's been coming through really strong for me actually in my writing too and in my teachings but really like this is for me also like how you were saying we always like teach the things that we need the most is staying flexible like the importance of staying flexible and not limiting how things can come to you Mm -hmm. because it's really none of your business to know how it's gonna happen yeah and um, I was chatting with, uh, 
Sarah Ashley Wheeler, who we had on the show. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned that like, oh, I always just ask how I did it after I did it. And I was like, that's a really fun way to look at it. Like, okay, I'll just be curious about how it's going to happen and look at it after it's already happened because I don't need to be in charge of the how, because how many times do we say like, oh, this is what I want, but I don't know how to do it. Or this is what I want, but it has to come through this channel or this avenue or these steps. Yeah. And that's just so one, it's frustrating, which isn't helpful. And two, it's limiting if you're like, hey, universe, this is what I want, but you can only give it to me in this way. When the reality is the universe has an infinite amount of ways that it can get you something and the universe being broader of a perspective and much bigger and more resource than you as an individual can redirect your life, can redirect circumstances, can bring people together, can move things around in ways that you can't even conceive yeah, or fathom. And to push it even further, you know, I know we've talked about this before, but think back at any, any situation that happened in your life that worked out differently than you thought it would and better, you know, and we can always see it after it happens. Like, oh, thank God that didn't happen the way I thought I wanted it. Thank God I didn't get the thing I thought I wanted when I thought I wanted it, because this is actually what I wanted. I just, you know, what, for whatever reason, you think that you want the thing a certain way and then it doesn't happen and you're sad for a minute, maybe. And then it happens better. And you're like, Oh, okay. Like we all have those stories. So it is, it happens all the time when you're, you know, before it happens, you're looking ahead. Like, well, I know in my human brain that this is how things normally happen that way. So this is what I think is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen this way, then it must mean that it's not meant for me or that it's my life is not meant to be great. Or, you know, whatever we tell our stories, we tell stories to ourselves, but it always works out better. Like the universe has your back. Get it through your head. <laughs> Get mainly, it through your skull. Mainly, mainly for, I'm talking to myself and for my, for my soul sisters. love is just a projection under- of how she's feeling towards <laughs> Yeah, My soul sisters who understand my tough love get it together and understand that the universe is never going to leave you high and dry. And anytime you think that the universe has left you high and dry, it's just perceived that way because we don't see the bigger picture. True or false? While TV has been a saving grace for many of us, I'm sure by now a lot of you feel like you're caught up on every single show imaginable. If you're tired of scrolling through the same movies and shows and miss the excitement of weekly releases and brand new binge fests, then you have to get Acorn TV. Acorn TV is the largest commercial-free British streaming service that features compelling stories, exclusive premieres, and originals you won't find anywhere else. With Acorn TV, there's always something new to discover. It has hundreds of exclusive shows from around the world, including award-winning mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. From production to performances, these series you'll find on Acorn TV are exceptional and refreshing because they're cleverly written, which is why I love British TV in general. (laughs) Visually striking and feature renowned actors like David Tennant and Thandie Newton. I love them both. I've recently gotten into this uh, series on Acorn TV called My Life is Murder. It stars Lucy Lawless, who was Xena Warrior Princess, and it's based in Australia. She's like this detective private investigator. I love the mystery. I love the drama, and I love where these shows, you never quite know where they're going to go. So I've really gotten into that one. I really highly recommend it. So uh, you get thousands of hours of new enthralling content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost compared to what most streaming services uh, are charging. This is just $5.99 a month, so it's a steal. Um, I love Acorn TV. I love how how much variety there is, and just it's just the style that I love. So if you're into like murder mysteries or drama or just British TV in general, this is what you need to get. If you're ready for a streaming service that offers new stories, new characters, and breathtaking sceneries every week, do what I did and get Acorn TV. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days, by going to acorn.tv and use my promo code VIBIN, but you have to enter the code all lowercase letters. That's important. So acorn.tv code VIBIN, all lowercase to get your first 30 days for free. Yeah. And like, we don't see how like the universe is us and we are the universe. Why would the universe's interests be separate from our own if we are the same thing? Like, obviously you're always going to have your own best interest. So obviously the universe is always going to have your own best interest. And 
I have a funny little story of how some of these downloads came through. I'm working on this book called Letters to the Universe, and it's an interactive manifestation journal. So it has like little tear out pages where you can write letters to the universe. But anyway, I was thinking it would be super cool at the end of the book. And I don't know if this is actually going to make it into the book because it hasn't been approved by the publisher yet. But if at the end of the book, it had a letter from the universe. So mm-hmm. you've written all these letters to the universe and then you're like, oh, there's a letter from the universe. And it's like the response. So yeah. I basically channel the response from the universe of what the universe thinks and says and feels like once you ask for something. And basically the gist was like, I know how to make this happen faster than you. So like have a little faith. Um, I'll send you the right ideas and the right resources. And just know that like, it's already done on an energetic level. And now I just need you to like, get out of your own way and know that like, this is happening. Yeah. Basically, and if there's if there's one thing that Abraham teaches, if you're not familiar with Abraham, oh my God, Google it. It's amazing. He, they, she, uh, is that if you desire it and if you want it, it's done. You've already created it in the energetic realm. You just have to bring it into your your reality by doing all the manifesting practices and and keeping your eye on the prize and not uh strangling it to death you know what I mean by that which is just obsessing over it and worrying that it's not going to happen and wondering and you know being afraid and you know the universe knows what you want because you want it it's already done can I give a really cool analogy real quick yeah so here's a really cool analogy if you're (laughs) on the road let's say you're just driving you're going on a road trip and you know where you want to end up but you're not sure how to get there because you've never been there before um on the road you're driving, you can only really see what's ahead of you. You can only really see one way to get there. Uh, and if you get traffic or whatever, then that could feel like, oh, well, I'm stuck. You know, that feeling of manifesting and being stuck and like, ugh, when am I ever going to get out of this? But the universe is like Google Maps. It can show you a reroute. It can show you all the other ways to get to where you're going, but the destination stays the same. It's just the routes that take you there might be different. I- and to think. elaborate on what you're saying, yeah, you know how when you're on your path, when you're following the GPS, but then you stop following the GPS and you're like, I think I'll turn left or I'm going to turn right or I need and to you stop fall into gas. a swamp. No, just kidding. <laughs> like what happens? The GPS isn't like, oh, F you. I'm not going to take you to where that. you want to go. The universe or the GPS slash universe. And this analogy rerouting. is just like rerouting, rerouting. Here's another way. Here's another way. Here's another way. Here's another yeah. way. Here's another way. Like there's an infinite number of ways to get you to where you want to go. So don't put so much pressure on yourself. Like it has to be this way or, oh, I'm off my path or, oh, I missed my shot or, oh, I messed up. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, what is it? Another teaching from Abraham, which is like, I'm going to use your love example. Cause that's the one that I, that I heard them talk about, which is this woman was like trying to get her lobster, her person. And Abraham was just like, if you miss out on one, there's a whole line behind him of perfect ideal matches for you. And you're just kind of weeding them out, you know, like, okay, well you cannot, what, the basic idea is you cannot miss your shot. You cannot miss out. You can't be like, well, since I didn't take that open door, there's never going to be another open door, which is, it's just silly when you say it like that, but that's how we can feel sometimes. Right. But there's always going to be, if you want it, there are always going to be reroutes to get you there. And there's a million men. <laughs> just think of a million man long line or house or stack of cash or whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. There's an abundant opportunity for you to get it. You just have to mm-hmm. remember that. Gosh, if we knew yeah. that, we'd never be afraid to get what we want. We would never be afraid that it's not going to happen. Yeah. And the other thing that came through in that letter that I channeled as a response to like our desires and wishes was a super strong message of like, I want what you want and you wanting it is you expressing me through you and your Mm -hmm. desires are my way of expanding. So every time you have a thought or desire to create something or experiencing or experience something that's like me living vicariously through you and creating expansion of the universe like thought and desire leads to expansion you know i love you did you say by curiously what did you just say vicariously you said vicariously okay 
vicariously. I thought you said vicariously. And I was like, okay, <laughs> maybe vicariously. Okay. So you're living vicariously through. Okay. Yes. I am. I'm with you. You know how I get hooked up on these words. Someone said, someone said hooked pillow mist phonics. and I had a whole thing about pillow mist. Do you remember that? Oh, that hasn't aired yet. It will today, last week, sometime. Pillow mist. <laughs> oh no, it did air. That was with Lorraine. Yeah. That one already aired. That was the green beauty episode. <laughs> Where you got a little hung up on the pillow mist I get, I get so hung up. I can't <laughs> help it. It just, it just threw me for a loop. Okay, uh, go for it. Sorry. But anyway, yeah. so basically the universe was saying like, when you have desires, that's how the universe expands. So keep yes. wanting. And it's in my best interest as a universe for you to get your desire because that makes space for you to desire more right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you you want something and then you get it and then that creates another opportunity to want more or want it better or want it different and that creates more expansion. So it's this ever evolving like game and symbiotic, I don't know if that's yep. the right word, it is. Um, relationship for like your desires are actually serving the expansion of the universe. So don't be shy and don't hold yeah. yourself back and don't feel like bad for wanting. Like that's the worst thing that I hate about some spiritual traditions. And even if you look at like Buddhism, like all desire leads to suffering, like no desire. We, in we and we have a whole episode about this desire in and of itself is not what causes people suffering. Desire is the most natural, normal, expansive, spiritual human thing that we could experience it's just that like not being able to attain your desires can cause a lot of suffering. Your expectation on your desire will cause suffering. And if you think your desires are wrong or you make yourself bad for wanting them, that's going to cause suffering. Or if you feel like your desires are never going to happen for you, that's going to cause suffering. So it's the meanings and the labels and the thoughts that we attach to desire that yep. cause suffering around desire, but it's never the actual desire itself that's causing you suffering. So I wish that we could all just stop making an enemy of desire and just embrace our nature of desiring things. Yeah, it's not we didn't bad. come here to just like settle for whatever. Yeah, you know? we came here to make new stuff and experience yeah. new things and switch it up. Hello, age of Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. When does that happen? Is it, are we already in it? It's kind of like transitioning. Yeah. It's been basically transitioning since that big, like Christmas star thing that happened at the end of last year where Saturn, was it Saturn mm -hmm. and Pluto were conjunct or something? I don't, or Saturn and Jupiter. Did it also happen in 2012 too? I thought mm -hmm. it happened in 2012. Cause that was like I the don't... end of the Mayan calendar when everybody was oh, freaking out. Oh, maybe. And I don't know if just... that's related to what I'm thinking of, but. Well, well, it, it, yes, because the age of Aquarius was the beginning of the end of the Mayan calendar. So the mm -hmm. end of the Mayan calendar was the end of the age of Pisces, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the details are hazy because I read it like nine years ago, but <laughs> it came to mean like, well, the world's not going to end. It's just the end of that age. And so they probably meant to make a new calendar or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I also know that it goes like in and out of different ages. Like it never stays for very long. I don't know. Well, we're going to be Is in it... the age of Aquarius for the next like couple thousand years, I think. So for the rest of our lifetime, it's going to be age well, of Aquarius. Wait. But then didn't that already happen? I don't know. We'll have to do more research, but the age of Aquarius really Clearly, is about- we are not astrologers. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. But, but I know that the age of Pisces was the one before. And that was yes, like- Yes, it was. That was like for, for very, very general, like- general basis which was looking outside for for the power like like worshiping religion that sort of thing and the age of aquarius is more like looking inward for power it's more like becoming your own kind of oracle in a sense it's also very uh i believe technologically based <laughs> technologically based and so we're kind of coming into our own and create this is the age of creation you know and just and becoming very um intentional with what we're creating yeah I'm writing a note to like get an astrologer on the show so we can talk about the age of Aquarius and have another one more we've detail. had some before but we've never asked these kinds of questions it right I think it would be cool to get like into this topic specifically mm -hmm. but yeah so the age of Aquarius has everything to do with like what Aquarians and Aquarian energy stands for which is like humanitarianism yeah um uh yeah like it's an air sign. So I'm an Aquarius. So we're very intellectual, 
idea people, really smart, really innovative. Aquarius rules, I'm pretty sure, like scientific breakthroughs yeah. in technology. That's, yeah. Um, That's medic- what I was like medicinal stuff. Um, and all sorts of like digital technology. Um, and it's really going to change the dynamic of like power structures and hierarchies. And it's kind of like a power to the people movement. Like if you ever listen to that song, age of Aquarius, yeah, that's like, ex- explains the whole like age of Aquarius that we're going into. And Jeff and I always jam out to that song in the car. Cause it's like one of his favorite you songs. Do not. You we always child. jam out to that song. He Healthy. loves playing it. I'll wake up on a Sunday and that song is blaring in my house. You and Jeff is in the kitchen hippie. like this. He's such a hippie. He is a hippie. <laughs> well, actually, I'm pretty sure his rising sign is in Aquarius. Really? So we both I have, have no Aquarius, like think, really strong in our chart. I don't think I have any Aquarius in me at all. <laughs> My son is though. And he is, he's such a little. He's really star. smart. That's for sure. When I hung out he at is. Lindsay's house, this kid was solving Rubik's cubes, like nobody's business. I was like, yeah. man. How, we timed him with you, didn't we? Didn't we time him when you were there? Yeah. And he set like he his own like personal minutes. record. And then you weren't there, but Jeff and I were sitting at the table with him and Jeff was like, I bet this kid knows about Bitcoin. So he like asked him, he was like, do you know what Bitcoin is? And he, I saw him like the way that his mind works in that moment. He was like, Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. And he's like searching all the areas of his brain to like see if he had heard of it before and like think of like what it was. And he was like, I think I've heard this word before, but I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to study it. (laughs) I have shuffled through all the files in my brain and I can't. Yes, he's like a little super computer. I was like, wow. And Jen was like, Jack over here. Little Jack's all about like, how did you die in a past life? So, oh, so different. Your kids are great. I love them. Oh, love geez, out but yeah, them. Age of Aquarius is gonna. I, I'm. I've been excited for the. I thought it happened in 2012. I could be very wrong, but I. I'm excited for it because I love anything that brings the power back inward. Anything that that helps us stop looking outside of ourselves for worth and for creation and for and empowerment. And mm-hmm. starts bringing it back. And that's what Age of Aquarius does. Like, no, you, you're, you're good. You're great. You got it. Already. Yeah. Cause actually Aquarianism really represents individuality. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot about bringing the power back to the individual and less about institutions and stuff. And that's why like a lot of the rise of cryptocurrency and everything becoming decentralized just in nature, not even just cryptocurrency wise, but just everything becoming decentralized really has to do with like the age of Aquarius and all those energies. So it's exciting. Cool time to be alive. Really, really cool. I'm super excited about it. But yeah, anyway, more life lessons. Well, I I think I kind of, this kind of went into what we've already been talking about, but it really just, I, I don't know if I've learned this lesson, but it's something that's, it's a theme that's been happening in 2021, which is just um, divine timing. Trust mm. it because word. And, and I think it does kind of go back to the expectation of your manifestations and what you feel like it sh- what should happen, but it's so common. Every single person listening to us yammer on right now has an experience where they don't completely trust the timing of their lives. You know, we want to control, we want to have a hand in it. We want to be able to be at the steering wheel of our own life, but you are anyway. Hey, you guys, as always, we definitely want to let you know about one of our favorite sponsors, which is BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is an online place where you can go to have professional therapy and counseling at a really affordable rate. BetterHelp has you take a little quiz. They match you with someone who is gonna specialize in your goals, whether that's working through your anxiety or your depression, or if you have a certain goal in mind, or you just wanna feel better overall, or maybe I know I used BetterHelp when I was going through or healing from a breakup, I should say. And you can never have too many resources and too many like, support systems in your corner. You just can't do it. You can't go wrong with that. So that's why we love to recommend BetterHelp, especially because during these crazy times, I think it's nice for everyone to have a therapist on their side, (laughs) help you work through things, process things. And in under 48 hours, you can be communicating with your new counselor or therapist after you get matched up from taking the little quiz. And everyone on there is really knowledgeable, really professional and Let's say you get matched up with someone who you don't love. You can always switch professionals, which is really cool. 
And another great benefit to BetterHelp is that maybe in your area, you're limited to certain people who specialize in certain things, but BetterHelp is for people worldwide. So you're getting access to so many more resources than you could naturally have on your own in your city. So definitely check out BetterHelp. It is one of a kind and it is so helpful and very affordable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibin. That's better com slash V-I-B-I-N and join over the million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for our High Vibinant listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, betterhelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N. Too much control. It just comes back to too much control. And then it's just not working out or it working out in a pale version or a shadow version of what you wanted or what you could have if you just eased up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Divine timing has been huge for me this year and probably will be until I'm in the ground. No, I'm, not gonna, <laughs> I'm never going to be in the ground. I'm going to be burned up. I'm going to be in a tree. I'm going to be ashes for a tree. That's going to be me. Well, then you'll still be in the ground, right? Trees are in the ground. Well, yeah, that's true. I just won't be like a, <laughs> I won't be a body. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. This is fun. What yes. do you got to say about divine timing, Kelsey? Mm. Did I say it all? <laughs> I think it's like a combination of like divine timing and like your own readiness, you know, because yeah. like there's something to be said about like you actually wouldn't want everything that you think you want right now to happen all at once right now because you would probably explode and you wouldn't be ready and you wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> so there's a reason why things come incrementally and there's yeah. a reason why things come at different times and your blessings me, hold are on. like this, this is spread so fun. Oh my gosh, I just have a mini exercise for us to do. I'm okay. gonna ask you first and then I'll go. Okay. What are the, your top five biggest goals in your life? Or three, if you can't think of five, but I'm sure you probably could. Go ahead. Goals in my life. Yeah. Like when you, on your deathbed, you look back and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I did all of these things. Okay. So I'm steering away from the word goals, but I'm going to rephrase it in my own way as like things I would like to experience. So, okay. Hang on. What is wrong (laughs) with saying goals? Nothing's wrong with saying goals. I'm just discovering that it's like very masculine for me. And I feel like if it's labeled as a goal, it's like something I have to achieve. Which would make sense because I like the word goal and I'm a very masculine energy. In case you haven't noticed. (laughs) I'm all fire in my chart, like all almost all all fire. fire. I'm Aries, very masculine energy. So I have no problem with it, but I'm glad. I'm really glad that you explained why you have a little stickiness with it. Well, I just recently learned this about myself because I have been in an overachieving mode for most of my life. And I realized that actually I would not prefer to be in that mode all the time. I mean, sometimes it's cool to kick it into high gear, but I feel like I've been overdoing the overachieving. And a lot of it has been like my own personal pressure that I tie to my goals and like this whole limiting belief of like, I'm the one who has to do it all by myself. I like and I have to figure it out and I have to make it happen by this date. Otherwise I'm going to judge myself and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I like that. Okay. So if anybody resonates with what Kelsey said, which I actually do now that I know why, why you say mm-hmm. it in that way, it completely makes sense. I, I might even start to examine that myself, <laughs> but if anybody's like, yeah, Kelsey has a point. I'm going to stay away from that things you would like to achieve does sound more open. It sounds more breezy. It sounds like more freedom. So top five things you want to achieve. Let's do it. Okay. Um, let me think. So really mine are pretty basic human stuff. Like I'm really excited to have kids and have a family. It's always been a big dream of mine to have a really happy and healthy union marriage relationship, um, which I think is happening. Uh, which is exciting. And um, I really would love to be a best-selling author, like New York Times, like just that stamp, just on one of the books, that would be so cool to experience that. Um, what else? That's three. I really you want, want to experience, mm, that wouldn't be like top five. That would just okay. be like a means to an end of okay. like selling more books or yeah. whatever. Um. I'd really love to experience like inner peace 
and like the opposite of anxiety, calm and relaxation as like a baseline. Cause for Mm -hmm. most of my life, I've been in anxiety as a baseline and like feeling peace is the exception, but I would like for it to flip into the opposite, which I think it will with age. Cause I'm really like switching up and healing my relationship with my anxiety. So what is that? That's four. That's five. Well, let me see. Okay. Peace, peace, happy marriage, uh, family, kids, best-selling author. Well, Would family and kids was just one. Together. Oh, then that is four. Okay. Yeah, that does um, seem like how much family do you need? <laughs> <laughs> I want more aunts and uncles. <laughs> um, I just really, really value beautiful things, luxurious things, spacious things. So something that I've been really focusing on lately is like a home that all my friends and family can come visit that has a pool that's Mm -hmm. very spacious and has enough rooms for everyone to hang out. And like my love language is quality time. So to be able to be like the hostess with like a big house. Yeah. Okay. Like anytime, all the time. So everyone that's listening, come up with your top five or top three. If you don't really have, you don't have to have five right now, but top three or five big, big, big goals. Like, Oh, if I had this by the end of my life, this is what I want to achieve. Okay. Think about it for a second. Mine would be my Scottish, Ovs. Ovs. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to reach a million dollars. I want to be a millionaire uh, for sure. I think it'd be so cool to be like, yeah, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. That'd be so cool, wouldn't it? Okay. I want, uh, I want to live on the East Coast. So I want to have two houses. I think that's fair. I don't know if I want to put daughter on that list because I would be fine if it didn't happen, but oh, it'd be so cool if it did happen. <laughs> um, geez, what else? Big, big goals would probably just be, yeah, just um, success is vague, but like, I don't know. What, what, what should be my fifth? Okay, so I have four. I'm going to do four for now. Okay. Let me look on my vision board. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, happiness, of course, happiness. Now everybody got their things, write them down if you need to, Kelsey got yours. Now just close your eyes, you don't have to, but close your eyes and imagine if you opened your eyes and everything you wanted on that list showed up in front of you right now. Kelsey, you have kids, you're married. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm in Scotland right now, oh my God, I have a million dollars. See, like for me, I and you might feel like, well, if all this happened right now, I would be fine. However, I'm gonna go back to this argument of like, when the the man from you know Kentucky or the somewhere small town any small town really uh Mason Michigan which is where I'm from shout out Mason Michigan somebody from a small town wins like a million dollar lottery right and they are ecstatic so excited even after taxes it's a few hundred thousand right and yet they're not ready because it literally dropped in their lap. And so (laughs) what happens is they spend it all, they give it away, and they go right back to the economical status that they were in before they won the lottery. It has happened so many times. It's in the news almost every time someone wins the lottery, they're like, oh, it's gone. It happened to my mother. Sorry, mom, I'm gonna tell your story. So my my mom, uh, her first marriage, she was uh, a widow and her, departed dearly departed husband was a was a veteran so she got a crap ton of money when he passed and she told she told the story many many times when I was growing up of which probably gave me a few limiting beliefs honestly she had so much money but she gave it all away because she she felt like it was death money and she didn't want it she's like I don't want this uh which is understandable she was grieving and uh she lost it all and we grew up I don't know if it would have changed how we grew up, but we definitely did not grow up with money. And I feel like my mom has always had this, like this thing. And she told the story so many times it had to have affected her. I know it probably affected me. So it just, it just happens if you're not ready or it happens in a way that is unexpected, like a death or God, God forbid, uh, you're not going to, you're not going to do the things you say you're going to do probably because you're going to be not in the energetic mode to have a million dollars yet. If I had a million dollars tomorrow, I don't think I would be ready. I think I I would, it would take a lot of therapy for me to be ready for a million dollars at this point. Um, because it's such a huge leap. And I think that might be part of it. You know, here's what I always say. 
when the intention when oh, one second when mm -hmm. the intention is so big and you feel like you're jumping the grand canyon it's hard to be in that energetic receiving mode so when it happens you kind of your subconscious kind of pulls you back like hang on hold your horses we're not there yet and you create situations around you that bring you back to where you are where you were yeah that makes Go sense for it. yeah i was gonna say what i always tell myself is like if you were ready you would have it already. you would have it you would have it well that's so how then, you know if so you're ready you... if you have it then you know and if it's not there quite yet then you're just getting ready and that's cool like there's no shame in the game so I want your response then, because how would you explain somebody winning the lottery tomorrow? Does that mean that the universe says you're ready for a million dollars? I mean, they're ready or for what whatever experience they're calling in from that million dollars. If the experience yeah, they're meant to have true. is to lose it all so they can learn a lesson, then yeah, <laughs> then they're ready for that. <laughs> and that's where I say, and that, and that brings it right back to where I say, like, the universe is never going to leave you high and dry. If you feel like you've been abandoned by the universe, it's probably a lesson that you haven't quite learned yet or a lesson that you you had to learn the hard way or I don't know if there is really a hard way it feels hard but I think anything failure just doesn't exist it's either a success or a lesson if we choose to see it that way yeah that's a nice perspective and it kind of goes along with like another thing that I always say which is the reason why we want things is not just because we want to experience that thing. It's because we want to experience becoming the person who can have right. and sustain and hold that thing. We want to transform. We want to up level. We want to grow. We want to expand as a person. Yeah. So the, a lot of the things that you want are going to require your transformation, your expansion, expansion. your growth, your progression. So it's not just about getting things. It's about the spiritual journey, which is why spirituality yeah. and manifestation are so tied together in topic land, yeah. you know? So topic land, that's what I, I say. It. Topic land, the land of topic topics. Land. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Topic the land of topics. It's true. It is true. Um, you always want to, you're, ch you're never chasing the thing. You're chasing the feeling that it will bring you. And that feeling will also allow you to expand and evolve and be um, uh, an expansive version of your soul. So you're, we're, it's soul expansion. That's why we're here. And we came here to feel it all. Yes. And experience it all and create it all and have fun as a 3D human in yes. this 3D world. Eating yummy and foods and, and feeling the back. sunshine and getting dirty with your hands and all the things that come with that. I got dirty with my hands yesterday. Mm, doing we what plant, we planted our lemon tree finally oh yeah there. i saw your story of all those cute plants that you got did you see store. how many plants you have a my, lemon so, tree i want a lemon tree that's so we cute. had the lemon tree when you were when you were here i just probably didn't point it out but it was in oh, a big I old pot um, oh okay but uh yeah if you guys don't follow me on instagram you should because i'm a really huge geek about plants and stuff and also hypnotherapy obviously but yesterday <laughs> we went to the nursery and we bought a whole bunch of crap for our backyard and bushes and we planted some of it and I, I bought something that kind of looks like your plant in the background another reason to join the patreon to see kelsey's plant um it's awesome <laughs> she beautiful but it's but it's got like the light green and the dark green leaves you know what i mean oh like yeah white in the middle and i've been looking for that forever and i haven't been able to find it so i finally found it and i bought it and i got so dirty underneath my nails because i took my my nails off my fake nails and now i just have these really thin natural nails <laughs> And I got dirt under them, which is the worst feeling. I know you're cringing because it's horrible. I'm honestly just laughing Ugh. at your gasp when you were like, <gasps> my natural nails. <laughs> First world problems. I already have weak nails. And so I had acrylics on for the longest time. And then I took them off and I really mm. can't wait to put them back on. And anyway. I painted your nails impeccably when I was at your house. And then you kept ruining that one nail because you kept doing stuff. Listen, <laughs> and I'm a I was doer. like, you're fired from she's getting like, your nails <laughs> she's like don't touch anything and she and then she immediately asked for something that I had to get out of my purse and okay, I didn't but think you could have assigned that to somebody else you I could have delegated these things <laughs> I could have delegated and I did it whatever oh, uh, but you did a really great job she goes did you know I could do nails I was like I mean I, it doesn't surprise me but 
<laughs> well, I'm a cosmetologist by trade, you know, we she did a great job, but I've always been good at doing nails. I mean, I've always been good at all girly stuff. That's why I became like a beautician, you know, and I've been really good at getting dirty since I was a little kid. Nice. <laughs> my sister tells the joke that like of me and my four brothers, like we'd all be outside and my older brother would be the one helping her in the kitchen. And I'd be the one like digging up worms and grubs in the backyard, which pretty much sums up my entire existence. I came here to get down and dirty folks. Heck yeah. Has anyone else had that issue where they are passionate about health and nutrition, but it seems like all the protein powders out there are either toxic or full of weird ingredients, or they come in this huge tub that's like a lifetime supply of chocolate, and you're like, I don't want to eat chocolate flavored things every day. (laughs) If you've had any of these above problems, I'm very excited to introduce you to one of our new sponsors, Gainful. This S-H-I-T is the bomb. I've been using their plant-based protein powder now, which has literally only like five ingredients. Gainful is cool because they have you take a five-minute quiz that helps them to consider your dietary needs, your goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula, which is really cool. So I did the quiz. It's super easy. And then they sent me a couple different things to try. And everything's awesome. And my favorite thing about the protein powder is it comes unflavored with all these separate flavored packets. So you don't have to be married to one flavor for the rest of your life and get bored. Or you can put protein powder in things where you don't necessarily want it to have flavor, like your smoothies or acai bowls. So I'm definitely loving this product. They also deliver your supplements with no shipping charge every month and you can cancel anytime every gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions and gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements only have clean ingredients you can pronounce like i said along with zero artificial flavors colors or sweeteners so this is basically the most high quality, clean, nutritious protein powder. And they also make this super bomb, uh, what's it called? Pre-workout that I've been using. And man, that stuff will get you fired up in the best way. My workouts have been way more awesome since I started using that pre-workout. And I should mention that my boyfriend who used to play in the NFL, he's tried all the pre-workouts and he said that this one from Gainful is his favorite. So you guys definitely need to check this out. And for high vibrant listeners, you get $20 off your personalized supplements, which is awesome. So go to gainful.com slash vibin. That's gainful.com slash vibin for 20% off gainful personalized nutrition made for your tastes. Anyway. I like it. Anyway, let's wrap it up with one more life lesson. I don't know if you have another one that you want to share, but I have one left that we can dive into real quick. Um, and- I mean, I went through mine, girl. Okay. Well, if you get inspired to speak to this, you can. Yeah. The last one that I want to go through today is what did I write here? Progressive transitions and small changes can lead to big results. Okay, yeah. So kind of like the idea of, I don't remember what this meant. You channeled it and then Uh, you forgot. Yeah, I do a lot. And I'm like, (laughs) what does this even mean? So what I was trying to say here and get a Mm -hmm. point, get the point across is that sometimes instead of doing just the full crazy overhaul, it's actually a lot more effective and sustainable to just take small steps. Like, for example, the other day I watched this great documentary and I shared it on my story and I keep forgetting the name, but it was basically about like eating more plants versus animals and Wait, how- Wait, is it called Forks Over Knives? It's, no, it's called The Game Changers oh, okay. or The Game Changer. And it was really focused on professional athletes who have turned vegetarian or vegan and how that has helped them to perform better and to be stronger. And they were just dispelling all these myths of like vegetarians versus meat eaters and blah, blah, blah. And I liked it because most of the food documentaries like try to scare you into changing your diet or they show you all this horrible footage of the slaughterhouses and all this traumatizing stuff. And then you're like, okay, I'm never going to eat meat again. But then like three weeks later, you're like, oh, and then you like binge eat all this meat, right? So it just goes to prove my point of like, slow and steady and small progressive transitions can be so 
much more effective because you ease yourself into your new life or your new habit. And instead of shocking your central nervous system, you can actually create something and build something sustainable over the long term. Mm -hmm. And another example that's coming to me about like small changes and progressive transitions is like, think of investing in the stock market and think of how compound interest works. If you're Girl. investing a little bit every month, yeah, it will grow. But if you give it 30 years and you keep doing that, it's going to turn into a huge pile of money, yeah. right? So it's like leveraging the power of time, consistency, and small changes can really add up to be like huge in any area of your life. Cause I always thought you just had to like blow it out of the water and do it all at once. Cause I'm just like hardcore like that. But lately I've been entertaining like this more easy approach yeah. and I'm just like, this feels good. Try to focus on being 1% better every day than you were yesterday. And before you know it, you're going to look back and be like, holy crap. I don't even feel like the same person because I made 1% difference every single day. Um, that's why they say like, you don't, well, when I was saying earlier, you don't have to do it all today. Do one thing that's going to push the needle forward. One thing, even if that thing is meditating and taking care of yourself, just do one thing. Be 1% better than you were yesterday. I love, love, love that lesson because it teaches ease and uh, flow and it te teaches grace and kind of holding space for yourself to not have to figure it out all at once. The main piece of stress that I feel is projecting into the future. Well, if I don't do this now, then this is going to happen and all these things. And, and I'm really good at that. So it helps to, to know and to remind ourselves that, you know, small things are sometimes more important than rushing and doing all the things. Mm -hmm. And to speak to my example, a small change that I made that has paid mm -hmm. off is I was at the grocery store and I found these chicken nuggets are not chicken nuggets are made with like chickpeas. So they're called like chick nuggets or whatever they're called uh -huh. and they're um and they're like soy based or whatever and basically vegetable protein but they taste amazing just like a regular nug and I was like oh my gosh life changer right here you just swap out some nugs for some better yeah. nugs and your life is so much better that's I right I mean it's just one example you know <laughs> or just another... like making one extra juice a day or yeah. Um, substituting something for something else a little bit better. There's a, a really easy one that, that I heard and told my five-year-old about. No, they, they say they, the world people say that no matter how thirsty or not thirsty you are, whenever you take a drink of water, always take two extra drinks, no matter how done like you feel sips. like you are. Two extra drinks. Yeah. Like okay. just drink your normal amount and then two extra on top of it. Cause the, the idea is that we're always probably a little bit more dehydrated than we feel than we think we are. So it's always better to just take two, a couple extra drinks more than you think you need and you're on the right track. And, you know, as far as the meat thing goes, a lot of people have swapped out like meatless Mondays has become a really a trend that I've tried to implement. Um, we're not always really good at it. I've just established that like at this point in my life, I like it. I'm not going to try and say like, well, I eat it because I need the protein because mm -hmm. everybody's dispelled that. Like, that's which not they a thing totally anymore. dispel that myth yeah. in the documentary <laughs> not, that I just watched, which not, you should all watch if you're interested. The not game really changes. a viable thing anymore. <laughs> and if you're, if, if you are like trying to gain mass and you know, they say like those diets of only chicken breast or only fish or whatever, if you're trying, if you're getting an, a job as an actor and you need to bulk up like 40 pounds, like maybe sure, but I'm a normal human. I don't work out. I do not need this much protein. So I've made my peace with it at this point. I like it. I like meat. Um, and I don't watch those documentaries because I don't want to have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one, it won't give you nightmares, which I yeah. appreciated that about it. I was like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Someone took a different approach this time because but I totally, some of them are so hardcore. I'm just like, you don't really Ugh. eat red meat anymore. It's mostly like ground Turkey, things like that, but at meatless Mondays or swap out a couple days a week where you just substitute your protein and you know, small changes, small things. You don't have to do it all. You don't, like Kelsey said, you don't have to like freak out and just say never again because <laughs> that's when you rebound, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. When the rebound happens, happens with men, happens with food. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can apply the rebound to many different areas of our life many, that might many, not many. support our, um, you know, our goals <laughs> in yeah. the moment. So yeah, 
progressive transitions and small I like changes. that one. That's a good one, Kelsey. Right? It just feels nice. I'm like, that it feels really nice one. I'm going to keep trying this on see how it works for me. Should we, should we ask our Patreons what they've learned in 2021 and open up the discussion? Because I'd love to know. Yeah, anyone who's watching this anywhere, you can respond on YouTube or if you're on the Patreon, add a comment there. Or if you guys just want to email us because you're not in either of those communities, Instagram that's cool us. too. Instagram us. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to know. But in the meantime, I have a really amazing manifesting story. And by the way, this thing that Abel has manifested is something that I thought would happen if hell free- froze over. Wait, I thought so you were saving universe- this for the Patreon. I did. We're going to the Patreon right now. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't tell the people. So well, people. Was, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was telling the people. Oh, <laughs> she's telling the people. Peeps, we love you Peeps. guys. We think you're awesome. We thank you for listening to the show every week and sharing and subscribing and all that jazz. And if you're not on the Patreon, get on the Patreon. Um, it's really fun. At this point, there's no reason not to be because you get so much extra stuff and it's like three bucks a month. If you want to get extra perks, it's like 10 bucks a month. But guys, we'll see you in there. It's awesome. We'll see you in there. It's awesome. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Adios. Sayonara. We love you. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibinet community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at lindsayrobinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one. 